You know what that sound means. Welcome to the most interesting part of your day. An exciting episode of the Metaphysical Mysteries with your intrepid hosts, Dr. Terry Trueblood and Dr. Tom Greenhall. Always finding the seekers in this world and reporting it directly to you, the free and the brave. We encourage all of our fans to check out our website at www.themetaphysicalmysteries.com where we have more content and reference items, links to many of our amazing and cutting-edge guests. We are excited to have you with us again. And as you know, this is the must-do podcast for anybody who is anybody in the metaphysical field. We cover everything from ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, amazing healing sciences, and leading technologies that are simply the coolest. We'll bring in researchers, doctors, and authors, and give you content that you cannot get anywhere else. Check out our latest merchandise and proudly wear and use the Metaphysical Mysteries clothing and accessories. Now, on with our next episode. Well, good morning, folks. This is Terry and Tom here live from the uh, Metaphysical Mysteries podcast. Again, the most interesting part of your day. And today we have a fantastic guest. We have Kimberly Meredith. She's uh, well known. She's the author of Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, a new book. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as we go through. She's got a huge background. We can't cover everything. She might get into quite a few different topics as we go through this. But she's a medical intuitive. She is a trance channeler. Um, psychic surgeon, hands-on healer, and spiritual teacher. She's had two near-death experiences, um, and she'll probably talk a bit about that. Uh, she's had he these healing capabilities and uh, so forth that have come through. Uh, she's been tested by a variety of people, Dr. Norman uh, Shirley, Shirley, easy for me to say, Sheely, and out of Missouri. And he uh, states that she is emitting a, you know, a certain level of scalar energy. Uh, IONS has also with uh, Dr. Edgar Mitchell, a former astronaut, now deceased. Uh, she's worked with him and, to get some additional uh, testing on her and her abilities. And also by SciTech, uh, which is uh, the Subtle Energy Laboratory. Uh, so, you know, Kim, welcome to the Metaphysical Mysteries. And we're really happy to have you here. Hi, thank you, Terry and Tom. Thanks for having me on your show. Very good. Is there any part of the introduction you'd like to add to? Um, I mean, that's quite a bit, but man, <laughs> <laughs> by all means, how'd you get into this stuff? <laughs> um, well, I don't, you know, I think just, it was just a, a calling from when I was little, you know, I just kind of was born. It was just gifted to me. Nice. Yeah. yeah your family that did this as well or were you the first one um no my great grandmother was a shaman okay yeah so um i think it was probably in my genes to do this right. and uh my cousin uh, was a writer joanne kiger she was a pretty famous poet um and she passed away in 2017 uh i was writing when i was really little also so as early as like three months old, I was blinking, wow. which was abnormal. And uh, that was a way of communicating with spirits. I already was seeing paranormal. Um, and I was also 
healing animals when I was really little and uh, writing little notes around the house and uh, doing energy healing on my grandmother. So I was doing little things like that when I was a baby. Nice. Nice. Tommy, do you have an intro question? No, I was just thinking at that age, I was just looking for my rattle. I wasn't doing any <laughs> of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> would you, uh, let's, I'm going to jump into your uh, near death experience. I think people find that fascinating because out of those, you know, uh, I remember when I do it with my doctor at work, um, I had to study a lot of that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have major changes that occur right after an NDE and you had two of them. You want to explain what happened uh, and what changes came about? Yeah. So, you know, I spent most of my life not doing what I'm doing right now at all. Um, I had a pretty normal life. And then in 2012, heading into 13, I was struck by a car vehicle, had a really bad accident. And after that, I went out of body, had an out of body experience. Sure. People out there know what near death experiences are. You leave your body um, completely. Um, and in that experience, um, I witnessed completely the other side, which is amazing, beautiful, God, Holy Spirit, um, seeing myself above myself in the book, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, I, I explain it in detail, how miraculous that feeling can be. But coming back into the body was very hard because <laughs> of, uh, you know, when you wake back up, you're experiencing a large feeling of deep resonance in the third dimension because we live here in the third dimension. <laughs> and the third dimension is very dense. This is how I started learning about dimensional frequency because when I was in this higher dimensional frequency, which was love, Christ's light, consciousness, which was amazing. And I loved being there when I left the body and when i was in that dimensional frequency i experienced seeing my ancestors beautiful light frequency and energy um when i came back in my legs were shaking my body was trembling the light was passing through my eyes and energy came through my chest which was christ light um in the book i explain the thrush through my chest and the demanding of me to stay here um, was so profound. I didn't know it was called, you know, an NDE, like I'm saying now, because after it was explained to me, that's what it's called. Um, I was so, um, you know, just, it's just so hard to explain. I remember telling my fiance, I experienced God. And he looked at me going, well, we all know God. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I go, no, I experienced God. So um, after that, I spent many months at the hospital recovering, not knowing what my life was going to be. And then a few months after that, my eyes started blinking again. So there's a chapter in the book that's called The Reappearance of My Blinking Eyes. Because when I was little, my eyes blinked. And then short, not shortly, but I'd say a few months after that, um, I started experiencing my hands started getting hot. And then I knew I was going to be shifting into what's happening now, which I'm become, I am now a medical medium. Great. 
great. And your second one? The second one was shortly um, after when I came home, which was uh, really, really god awful. I was thrown into the middle of the street, uh, unfortunately, by my rescue American bulldog. Wow. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 What was that experience like for you, Kim? Not the dog, um, but the, the near-death experience. That was pretty fast. Uh, that, that is also in the book. Um, that was me taking him out very short out the front door for a quick walk. Um, and we were uh, approached by a gardener. And he was, um, the dog, my dog, Rocky, thought that he was going to you know, hurt me. So he lunged towards the um, gardener and the gardener um, put the uh, blower um, towards him mm -hmm. and he um, threw me into the middle of the street wow. and cracked my head open. Yuck. Well, let's, <laughs> let's hope two's enough and third one's... <laughs> And that, that, that one was the one that um, I um, saw the duality gotcha. of both worlds. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> so um, let's talk about your um, medical intuitive work. Um, how do you see people that come in? They want to, you know, get a reading from you or do they, do you do it over zoom or over the phone or do you have to do it in person or what do you yeah think? uh i do it everywhere i do i'm doing an event at the los angeles conscious expo coming up on the 18th we're doing it live mm -hmm. i do office office sessions mm -hmm. um i do it on skype and zoom and i love it i love serving i love helping um my mediumship readings, medical intuitive mediumship readings. I also do crossover readings, um, messages from the other side for people connecting. And um, mostly I love to focus on the medical side of things to help people find out what's going on in their bodies. Not only um, what happened is for me it's connecting with my highest spirit uh, guides, um, but they're like, really meticulous. They like to find out not only what you have, but how it happened to you and connect you to the year it came into the body and, and what exactly you may need nutritionally and um, uh, supplements that you may need also and how to live a better organic lifestyle. Gotcha. Makes sense. So <clears throat> would you say that's the most popular thing that you do? Uh, is in the whole psychic medium world? <laughs> um, well, I also love to work on animals mm -hmm. and children. And I also love to teach. I love to teach people how to open up their own spiritual gifts. Sure. And I love to help people learn to meditate because I feel in meditation, it opens you up to your own higher consciousness. And I feel the way the world is right now, we need to move out of the dense third dimensional consciousness and move into the fifth dimension. That's why I wrote the book called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension and Beyond because we're in the Aquarian age right now. And we need to learn that 
we're not going to be stuck in this third dimensional frequency for much longer, that we are moving in to a brighter world. We are going to move into this higher fifth dimensional consciousness and right. that healing is going to get easier for us. I'm not the only one that can do the healing. You're going to learn to be able to heal yourself and move into this higher dimensional uh, awareness and frequency. So people can learn to do this by every day meditating like five, 10 minutes a day, um, raises your consciousness. And actually you've heard other people out there saying that they're meditating, they're learning uh, to do five minutes a day of meditation and taking responsibility for your own consciousness can raise your vibration. Absolutely. And uh, for people that don't understand, <clears throat> When we talk about dimensions, um, this is th third dimension that we're currently in. <laughs> the concept is that vibrations of everything is going to increase fairly dramatically. But yeah, I don't believe it's going to be a, a curtain drop. It's going to be a, an evolution. So people looking for that um, twinkling of the eye kind of scenario where everybody's called up well being called up may be very well interpreted as you know your vibration coming up and uh, uh that sort of thing there's a lot of uh biblical uh foundation for this but it think it's misinterpreted in many ways and i and i i'm sure you run across it i certainly do um when i'm teaching so yeah. it's a, it's a challenge to talk in the language that the people are used to listening to yes Exactly. Like people thought Jesus was religious, but Jesus was really preaching about love. And Jesus was really sitting on a rock saying, I am really here to teach you that God is love. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. You know, my the healing trilogy, trilogy, the healing trilogy is non-denominational. And I'm the fifth dimension is here to talk about love and the fifth dimension and beyond because even when, you know, I was tested at IONS and Edgar Mitchell, they are about love and really all religion, when you look at it, is really about love and being non-judgmental. We talk about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is kind and love and sweet and graceful. And when you're being healed, you're being healed by even doctors will say, we're, we're doctor, but the we're doctors, but the higher court is love, and you're being healed by love. And when you're taking your vitamins, your supplements, and you're eating, you can put the energy of love behind that. You're healed faster. Hi, absolutely. Is there a particular healing that jumps out at you? One of your more dramatic ones that you experienced? Um, my gosh, there's there's a man that was healed in the 9/11. He's a, a firefighter. Um, him, there's a little girl that I healed with um, uh, intestinal bowel issues. Mm -hmm. um, there's a woman that I picked in Sedona. Um, I could talk about her. Okay, I'll talk about her. But well, all of these are in the book. <laughs> I know, so, it sometimes takes a while to, I know. a lot of them to process. Okay, this is the one I want to talk about. Okay, I'll talk about her. Um, <laughs> I went to Sedona. This is probably right when I first started becoming the healer that they had me. So there was a, um, a, a manager that said, I want to bring you to Sedona and have you do an event. And I said, okay. So I went out to Sedona and it was a big, beautiful room with many, many people. And I was standing on the stage and 
I was so excited and I was going to do um, uh, laying on hands and mediumship where I go out and through my eye blinking, when I will say yes, when I says no, when I know somebody is sick and then I can hear. So I said, I'm going to pick the person my guides feel is the worst, most sick today. And they want me to do a healing on. And I walked straight to this one lady and she was sitting in the audience and I brought her up to the table and I'll never forget it. I, I went across her body and I went right to her left breast and she had four stage breast cancer. And I went, they're telling me that you have uh, cancer. And she said, yes. And then I went through her body and she also had ovarian. And then I went all the way down her body and I started doing the praying and everyone in the room was praying and we're all doing the praying. And then um, I went, I'll never forget. It wasn't me because I, they, they come through my body and start telling me, you know, things, you know, to do. And then I said, I took my hand and I went, ah, and the whole room went, ah, and I said, it's gone. And I went, ah, and everyone went, ah, and then she said, ah, like that. And everyone went, amen, like that. And then she left and I stayed in Sedona for like a week and they made two more appointments with me at this little cabin I was doing healings at. And then her husband, I didn't know, was a writer. And he wrote a book called The Reincarnation of Edgar Cayce with, with a man named David Wilcock. And I had no idea. I don't know anybody, didn't know any of these people. Then I didn't hear from them. Then about, um, I was like two months later, three months later, I get an email from them. And he says to me, her, um, her uh, CA comes back, cancer, and it's not showing anymore in her breast. About that. Okay, so that was almost four years ago. Right. It's gone still. That's completely right. healed. Nope. Completely healed. Yeah. yeah. She she also had some other type of cancer going on in her body. I think she had an, an urinary tract infection. She is still healed. The other one is the 9-11. He had multiple tumors all over his body, horrible four-stage carcinoma. He, the one thing that I did that his doctor in, in, um, in uh, uh, Keck Hospital in, in uh, LA, there was this tumor that was situated in his colon that I write about in the book. They could not get it out at all. I had gone in with my hand and just sort of lightly what I do with my psychic surgery, the way I had moved it and prayed with him, I had guided it in a certain way that they were able to release it out the next day. Nice, nice. Yeah, that reminds me, I, I had one, a lady was, I, I was teaching a program and she came in and she was, she's pretty despondent. <clears throat> And I asked, you know, what's going on? And she said, well, went to the doctor, got an MRI. I've got a tumor or cancer and it's in my shoulder uh, area, part of her upper arm. And um, 
said, I need to get my act together because this is going to grow real fast and it's going to be bad. And she goes, I've got in two days, not tomorrow, but the next day, I've got to go to a big city and get it checked by a, a orthopedic oncologist to get it taken out. So um, I said, okay. So I stood behind her and um, there's several people there and I laid hands on it for about, I don't know, 30 seconds or so. I said, it's gone. And I yeah. said, and she goes, what do you mean it's gone? I said, she goes, I just had an MRI. I said, no, it's gone. I said, you're going down there, you're going down there but it won't be there. And she said, really? And she goes, yeah. So he, she went down two days later and this doctor wanted to get his own MRI as they usually do uh, before they would go in and cut anything open. So he got it done, pulled her into the office and said, look, um, you can go home. You don't have any tumor or cancer. She goes, yes, I do. And then she goes, here's, he goes, I know I got your MRI here, but here's the one today. Here's the one three days ago. And and he goes, there's only three ways this is going to go away. One, I cut it out. That didn't happen. Two, we do the chemotherapy, radiation, all that stuff. And that kills it, drops out. Or three, some divine intervention. And he goes, so you want to tell me about it? (laughs) She says, well, there was this guy. And she, so he goes, you're really going to tell me the story. And sure enough, he says, well, you can see this uh, area here this is where it was but it's not there anymore it's gone and it's been gone ever since Amen. So that was nice because it was such a short three-day window between yeah. the first and the second MR. the only thing that happened in between was what we had done yes and the thing is this is interesting because i love that i love hearing that because this other lady that i've worked on i can say her name because she's gone out many times there's many people that go out and talk about what happens to them with the holy spirit through me doing this her name is iris um she had a, a breast lump benign for 20 years and this prominent surgeon in beverly hills wanted to get it out because you don't want it in there and i laid hands and we dismissed it off and they took a, a mammogram and it's gone and um she said the, the doctor she's like kimberly just can do it you know, this is just something Kimberly does. I mean, um, and, sh- and she loves it. She sends me people. And she says, you know, some people can, you know, play Bach. Some people can, you know, paint, you know, some people can do this. This is what Kimberly can do. So, and other people can do, you know, will learn and can do. So it's so cool because I feel the higher we raise our vibrations, in the fifth dimension and beyond, the more we can learn to dismiss things off of our body. Yes, absolutely. True. Yeah. And, and you know it, you know it, you can feel it when it's time to lay hands on somebody or even at a distance. Uh, oh, to- it can go right. Oh, yeah. And that's what we proved in many of the um, scientific research studies that um, I have healed people through Skype. Um, absolutely. Prostate cancers. Um, um, all kinds of illnesses have been healed. I do group um, classes um, and we do vir- vir- people in my virtual um, rooms when we're all in prayer. And we're, we're not, I mean, I'm not the only one. There's many groups and congregations over the last two years that have had amazing co-heal. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I'm sure you've heard of him. He has co-heal classes and stuff and they do this too. So more and more people are gathering and doing energy healing in the fifth dimension, which I'm so excited about. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Let's get to your um, yeah. 
because <clears throat> it's going to get into Tommy's stuff a little bit. Cool. You're, you're testing at some of these laboratories. Um, do you want to <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, because that's pretty cool. Because, you know, I, I I fall in that same category, and people want to hook you up like a trained monkey before you go into space, you know, all that kind of crazy stuff, just to see what makes you tick. So um, the Edgar Mitchell situation with ions, how did that one go? What did they <laughs> well, they want to bring me back. Um, I was the one that kind of went a little overboard with everything. Well, they hooked me up, and they don't have all the papers out yet, but. Um, they did some tests, they did testing on me. It was just a, um, you know, certain specific test on ions. And I sort of went overboard with everything. So it was just a specific um, uh, body part that we did multiple testing on with, with their closed study. But with me, I go through all the body parts. <laughs> <laughs> and then with SciTech, that was really intense. I have images of all that. Um, with SciTech, it was a double blind study, which was that they had me scanning individuals like I do in my office now. And I would go through every single part of the body, finding everything. And then they would put them through the thermography and see if it changed, see if if the healing on top of it. So I would say, oh, this person has a brain tumor or a breast lump and a meniscus tear. And then I would do the energy healing. And then they would put them in the thermography machine and actually see, I wish I could show you the slide, see if it changed, see if it got better. And then we would see then the before and after effect. And actually everything did shift. You know, the, the knee did get better. The breast lump did go down completely. So it was really cool to see the image change. And then with Norm, that was really intense because Norm is really, he's tough. Yes. And with, with Norm, we had a filmmaker come out and we're going to make a documentary. And um, with Norm, we actually um, did, I think, over 18 patients with Norm. And Norm would not put a stamp of approval on it uh, at all if he did not see an actual tumor dissolve. So with Norm Sheely, um, he had to actually, uh, there was a woman that had multiple um, li lipoma and she had uh, lumps on the neck. And so what happened with Norm, and I wrote it in the foreword, is that, um, solid inch and a half tumor and I prayed to Hail Mary and he went right up to it and he touched it before and then when it went off he touched it and he went just like that and he goes it's gone and then the filmmaker came over he filmed it before and then he filmed it after and then she went like this and it was silk yeah isn't that cool and that's, that's the Holy Spirit. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Not me. Not me. No, I don't take any credit because when it comes through me, I feel it just go. Whew. Well, I will, I will give you credit. I give credit due to people who that do this kind of work because they have to be trained and open to it in order for that flow to take place. So just the fact that you're the channel is in fact, you know, credit to you to be even at that level, to even be open for that to flow and the desire to actually assist somebody. So I'll give you dual credit because I really think that, you know, you have to be in that position. That takes a lot of effort um, in most cases to be there. Now, some people get it supernaturally. I mean, you know, just 
but most people really have to work at it to get to that point. So Tom, do you have some, you hook people up to stuff all the time. You want to talk to her about some of that? Yeah. Some of the stuff we have is to measure the different energy fields, the biofields, um, look at the chakra power centers and see how large they are and how well aligned they are. Those type of things have worked with the side tech people as well. And some of their equipment is pretty cool. The thermography stuff. And that's really um, cutting edge technology that a lot of people aren't even aware of yet the diagnostics that tie in with that. So that's a, a heck of a resume to put forth in as far as people that have tested you. I love it over there. Yeah, I, it's funny too, thank you. I, you know, before I went there and they asked, I really wanted to go because some people were like, you don't need to go, you don't need to go because, you know, why do you have to go to do that? You know, you, you already, love God and you're already doing the work with God. But I felt, you know, I think it's good because they even doubt Jesus. You know, if you look up the energy of Christ and I feel like it's good to go because it's good to show that this energy, this amazing energy is here for us mm -hmm. and it's here for us to tap into. And it's really real, even though you can't see it, it's here. And even when I go to like the expos and, and, and I'm out in front of people and people come to the office and even though it's one person at a time, it's rippling out there and it's starting to be seen. And like you're saying, it's cutting edge and it's, and it's happening. And it's important because it's the bridge. So many people dismiss everything as woo woo and been able to put scientific, you know, testing to that to validate it is going to be the bridge of acceptance, I think, coming down the road. It's so great. It's so wonderful. Yes, it is. So the, um, when you go into trance now for those listeners, um, you know, trance is a different kind of mediumship mediumship. Typically you're awake and you're engaging with the, uh, individual, but trance you're in almost like a sleep like state in most cases. Um, so what, why would you opt to go into a, a trance over just standard mediumship? That's really a great question. Um, I didn't opt to do that. Like right now I'm a half trance, like I'm always kind of lightly blinking. Mm -hmm. um, it's sort of what happened after the NDE. They gave, that's kind of what, and well, actually I was born in trance. I was born the light blinking. And then I pushed it away. I stopped it. Uh, Cause my, my mother didn't like the trancing. She's like, stop, stop blinking. <laughs> so um, did you ever hear of, um, Edgar Casey? Of course. Yeah. So Edgar Casey put himself in trance, like he put himself into that. Exactly. So I automatically kind of just, I can kind of try to stop it if I want, but I'm always kind of in that trance mode. It's, so easier, you, it's, easier, it's more like me being in a trance. Like it's easier for me to just trance. I don't yeah. know. Is this who I am? <laughs> I get that entirely. Um, so you're, are you an alpha a lot? I mean, about half the time, or are you in theta as far as brainwaves go, or have you been tested for that? I haven't been tested. When you said alpha, they're saying yes more. Yeah. So I guess I like, I just, that's my state. Yeah. I'm more in the higher dimension. So I don't like being in the lower frequency. Yeah. I like being more in that higher yeah. yeah, that frequency. Yeah. Okay. I love, I love, um, 
yeah, that, yeah. Cause that's just what they want me to be doing. Yeah. Well, it makes you open to start to get input. And if you need to go deeper, you can, uh, you know, but I tell people it's kind of like being on water skis. If you're, you can lean into the spiritual and you can lean back into the <laughs> life. If you want to, you got to go back and forth, but you're, you're riding on both of those, um, at the same time. So let's just say, yeah, let's just say I don't go into a lot of spaces that I wouldn't be good to do. Like I don't go. Yeah. I'm not like, say I wouldn't be going into too many shopping malls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, that's a uh, difficult energy to be around too and toxic some in some cases um so yeah uh, just for our listeners edgar casey um is the founder of the association for research and enlightenment out in virginia beach virginia they have a lot of classes out there um some pretty significant programs he did over fourteen thousand channels in his lifetime died in 1945 but they're still sorting through all of his uh mysteries and a lot of the stuff you see on ancient aliens and history channel this sort of thing come from the edgar casey readings although i don't know how much credit he gets for all of it but um you know where atlantis was where the pyramids were built i mean all the medical intuitive type things he had just a, a whole vast variety of of different kinds of readings and uh past life readings and so forth what we would call the akashic records and um that's pretty interesting stuff and from the christian perspective we call that the book of life rather than the akashic records which is a sanskrit version of it so but anyway that all being said so i, I try to fill in our listeners here a little bit when we get this stuff and ions it's talking about the institute of uh, noetic sciences and that's what that ions means as we went back to that just to so people can look that up if they're <clears throat> excuse me interested in that further so um kim let's do this um what part of your book um, are you really wanting people to, or what do you want them to get out of it? I guess they go read this thing. At the end of the day, I, you, you're sitting there as the author. I would like them to be able to say, Kim, I really got blah, blah, blah out of this. What would that, it, what would that be? Wow. Gosh, I feel like I want them to learn. Guys, so much. I really want them to learn how to live more into a higher state of awareness of awakening their body into a healthy state of a fifth dimensional consciousness which is learning to live more in a peaceful gosh reality that they don't have to feel like they're just stuck in a happenstance that everything does happen for a reason, that they can live in a higher state of consciousness and have the tools in this book to do that, that there are ways of living and there are miracles that happen, that they can have their own miracle. Sure. Um, there are so many things in the book There are, you know, beyond just the nutrition and learning about water and learning about, um, you know, my my awakening, that they can have an awakening um, and learning about meditation and the miracles and the stories, but there, that there is, there is this beautiful energy. There is potential for them. There is hope. Absolutely. Well, sounds like a lot of fun, uh, good <laughs> um, yes. You know, the, uh, 
psychic surgery, you know, that term has been around a while. Um, and so when you describe psychic surgery, at least, well, let me just say the, the folks I know who describe themselves as that, um, you know, they visualize themselves actually going into the body and energetically working some particular area. Now, um, so I think everybody kind of gets what we're saying with that. But have you noticed that there is a uh, what I would call an after effect, a little downtime after something like that happens while your body adjusts to the healing or, or has this been instantaneously all better? So some people call it a psychic flu or, you know, maybe a few weeks before you feel in normal because you've been abnormal for such a long time. I'm glad you asked that. Um, it's interesting. Everybody has a different reaction when I have performed a, a, a sort of like a psychic surgery on them. Um, so a Skype psychic surgery, it's actually different than an office psychic surgery or I'm out in an event doing it. Um, uh, I'd say everybody feels a little different. Some people feel really energized they feel like they're flying and they're floating mm -hmm. and other people like the little girl that i did it with her her mom said she felt uh sick in the car but then the next day she felt amazing and she never had her bowel obstruction again she, right. she was completely healed right and then you know everyone has a different feeling some people do feel a little bit like nauseous because it's detoxing their body out um i've had some four stage cancer clients feel maybe a little funny for a couple of days and then they feel completely amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've had people with the diarrhea temperature, um, you know, just feeling yucky for, you know, a day or two or three, depending on them, you know? So I think, I think consistency in that is what I've seen across the board as we've talked to, you know, number of different healers. And uh, so it is always interesting when you get a, a group of healers together in conferences, of course, you know, we haven't had any real conferences since COVID. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, hopefully we will get back to it. But now with the advent of Delta, you know, we may be chasing yes. our for a while. And Carrie, I'd love to mention that I have had some really miraculous healings with animals. Okay. And animals really take to being healed with um, uh, Christ light fast. Right. And, um, they actually, um, especially eye injuries, cancer, uh, and, and also um, I do, I have um, something that I work with. I don't know if you've ever heard of cold laser. Yes. Cold laser light. Mm -hmm. And the cold laser is amazing. A lot of people don't know about cold laser and how amazing it can be for anyone to go get cold laser with anybody. I, I know that I, I don't really advertise how much I do cold laser, but you don't have to get it from me. It's an amazing energy tool for people that have back injuries, neck injuries. Um, I just really want people to know it's, it's, it's available for people out there and it helps uh, enhance collagen in your body and oxygen. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, the, we had a- I'm really into science. <laughs> I remember my daughter brought a little kitten to me and the kitten was blind. Yeah. Um, but within uh, two weeks of working with the kitten, kitten wasn't blind anymore. Oh, wow. Very cool. And that's happened with a human too. But that all being said, uh, it, it's, and you know, I even had a, 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 a friend of mine who had a chicken, a little baby chicken that was um, underdeveloped. The it, it legs would fold underneath it. You know, typically what happens is, it, you know, the mother will peck it to death to put it out and uh, started working at Reiki 
you know, on the chicken and within two weeks, the chicken is completely up and looks like a, you know, pretty much normal chicken. Everything's fine. So yeah, I, I totally get your animal thing. Um, and, you know, I remember my daughter sitting that little kitten on me and, and she goes, daddy, he's blind. I said, well, what do you want me to do? She goes, fix him. And <laughs> so, okay, I'll, daddy will fix him. So <laughs> we did. So it was a lot of fun yeah, and amazing to watch. That's amazing. Yes. Tommy? From your experience, you said the animals take to it better. Do you think that's because they don't have the problems that humans do of having beliefs that it's not going to work? They're ready to receive. Yes. Yes. It's, that's, it's really about very great question because when you are ready, I always say to people when they come in the office, you know, be open, say, I am love, I am light. I'm ready to receive. I am in the fifth dimension and I have chants and prayers. And it doesn't have to be a prayer even, it's just an affirmation. It's not a religion and animals are ready to receive. They love being in that higher dimensional frequency. Animals are in the fourth dimension already, which is the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's why they see spirit so much better than we do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're already, already hanging out there. So. Oh yeah. I had a dog that would bark at the corner of the room and there was nothing there, at least that I saw. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the ghost hunters they they do all that the, the ghost hunters will bring in their dogs and you know they'll they'll be barking at the at the various yeah. that might be there that's uh, like me i i sniff like a little like a, someone would say like some animals can tell who has cancer you know right, <laughs> right. Absolutely. absolutely they can and uh <laughs> i read the story of a cat in a nursing home and every time the cat would go in and lay on somebody within 24 hours they would be dead wow it was kind of the go-to for the staff, you know, okay, this one's about ready to go. And they knew they were, but within 24 hours, um, that was the story. Anyway, the cat would lay on you. And I guess you don't want to see the, that kitty come through the door, but uh, get, get rid of the cat. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? yeah. So just a clue, just a heads up on that one. Um, so um, uh, yeah. where does, where do people find your book? If they want to, if they want to purchase it. Yeah, so the Awakening to the Fifth Dimension is on order now. You can order it right now. At, you can go the easiest way because it's everywhere, uh, but you can go to my website, thehealingtrilogy.com, and you can just order it right, right on my website, and it will go to all the bookstores uh, or you know Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and um, it's being published uh, by Penguin with the audio, sure. and uh, so that's really cool. Absolutely. And just real quick about the animals. I, I just wanted to say, don't give your animals tap water. Make sure you're giving your animals really um, filtered water. Cause I find a lot of animals having um, kidney infections and, and mm -hmm. also we shouldn't be drinking tap water. So in my book, I have a whole chapter on how water can save your life. And I'm a real advocate for drinking out of glass containers and throwing out the plastic is really important. Yeah, the stuff. I wanted to mention that. Yeah, and, and she's talking about that. You know, there's a lot of <laughs> science there about, you know, the, the yeah. stuff comes out of plastics and into the yeah. situation, into your body. And it's, you know, we have to detoxify from all that. And we've been, yeah. as a community, we think we had really clear water. And, you know, from a scientific point of view, I suppose it looks that way, but there are other factors that uh, 
are outside the loop typically. And that's, so that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. This is just, and you don't have to get an expensive filter. There's filters out there everywhere that are really great that are just, they do the good trick of great, great filters and great um, bottles out there that you can grab that are not um, dangerous. So as we're starting to wind up here, is there any, any uh, words of wisdom from the other side that Tommy and I need to know? <laughs> we're sitting here as a training dummy. So I don't know if there's any words of wisdom for, for either of us that we need to know. Um, well, I could say, you want me to say something from my book, like a prayer or you can say whatever you like. Okay. We, get, we get called lots of things in our line of work and uh, <laughs> sir and mr and terry and tom is like really on the high end of stuff <laughs> <laughs> how much time do we have oh, just go ahead you're fine okay um well, i was thinking like i could say um i could say uh, my my fifth dimensional peace prayer okay that might be fun to everybody. Sounds good. Okay, because this is magical. Okay. I love being in the magical fifth dimensional frequency of love. This is from the um, uh, my new book. Where we all have pure, magical, non-existence of judgment and awareness is beyond all time and space and place. In the magical fifth dimension, we are multidimensional beings. Humans can do all, be all, and thereby be all, do all, and find miraculous healing and love from the omnipresent. We are centered on all civilizations. We have an underlying focus of peace and service. Love is all and simple and easy when we are in the fifth dimension, moving our world into a gigantic organic global field where healing is easy and fast because we are dimensional beings. Our minds want us to live in this existence where the omnipresent exists, gentle, safe, kind, pure, and respectful with a flow of spirit guiding us to be strong, building daily intimacy with God, the divine. Satnam. Nice. Thank you very much. Very good. Um, Tommy, you got anything? I I think I just want to, again, say thank you for doing this today and sharing experiences with the audience. Like I said, the the whole concept of trying to bridge the uh, woo-woo with the science is huge. And that's, you know, the reason Terry and I created this podcast in the beginning is to try to make that bridge to make this more palatable to those that don't understand and for those that have the experiences to try to understand themselves so definitely thank you for the work you're doing and what you're sharing with the world that's really important stuff and Ken, I'm, honored, I'm honored to be on your show today i really appreciate you both having me right i can see your energy flow here so i'm uh, anything you want to um leave with the audience as we sign off I'm here for you all. So thank you so much for having me. Very good. Okay. And for uh, Terry, Tom, and Kim today, I want to thank everybody for listening for the, to, to the Metaphysical Mysteries, hopefully the most interesting part of your day. And we'll be back next week with a new guest. And by all means, get out and grab this book, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. I'm sure you'll get a 
a good batch of information that you can download yourself. So thank you all very much. We'll talk to you next time.